and happy Friday to you. I'm starting a tiny bit early today because I have, I think, six meetings today, and I think this is the only time I can squeeze this in. Um, but I'm really excited to be here, and today we are going to delve into tips on setting healthy boundaries. And I want to also preface that for next week, we are going to be talking about setting boundaries in different arenas, so with different people, with family members, with your um, significant other, with in-laws, all of that. We're going to go into detail about different examples and different ways I've seen this show up in my own life and in client lives and just examples to help you really wrap your brain around what does this look like, how do I identify them, and what language, what words could I use to actually set these boundaries? Because I know for many of us, if we've never seen people set boundaries in a healthy way, we don't really know what that looks like, and we may not have the language or vocabulary to set boundaries in ways that are effective. Because um, you may have tried setting boundaries before, and there's different reasons why people may not respect them. And there's different ways of empowering yourself or, or saying it in a way that you can feel good about internally, um, but also that are just more effective long term because you have the consequence that really matches that boundary too. So we will go into what that looks like, different examples of consequences, um, but that's all for next week, Monday through Friday's videos. So I'm really excited to do that because I think sometimes we can go over the generalities of all these different things, but it's so nice to go into the details and see it tangibly and have those examples and have the language and words for it. So I'm excited to do that. Today we're just going to talk about the general tips on how to set boundaries. Um, this is also really important and something that was really eye-opening for me when I first started setting boundaries in my life. And I'll kind of explain the parts that were a bit surprising to me or that I even struggled with for myself. Um, so let's delve into it. When you identify the need to set a boundary, do it clearly, calmly, and firmly, and in as few words as possible. So when I first started setting boundaries, I would go on these like long tangents and I would try to explain to the other person because I think there was this part of me that just really wanted them to understand where I was coming from. And I think in my brain, I was like, if they understand where I'm coming from, they're more likely to respect it or they will respond better to this boundary. But at the end of the day, what actually ended up happening was I'd go through this lengthy thing and then the person's eyes would glaze over and they'd still probably respond the way that they were going to respond. Um, and I was really, at the end of the day, it probably made me look less certain of my boundary because I was trying to explain it, right? Like, it's almost like when a person goes into defense mode, like, it doesn't actually make them look like they feel secure or confident about what they're saying. And so I'd really encourage you that when you do set a boundary, do it calmly and firmly and do it in as few words as possible, don't feel like you have to justify, get angry, or apologize for the boundary you're setting. So definitely don't say sorry for it because, I mean, at the end of the day, we aren't sorry for protecting ourselves and having safety barriers in place. Like that is a, that is a healthy, good thing that we are doing for ourselves and for that other person. The second big thing is that you are not responsible for the other person's reaction to the boundary that you are setting. And I think, again, that this is one of the biggest barriers for people because they 
get really afraid about how somebody's going to respond. And sometimes that's completely legitimate. Like if they are violent or unsafe, you know, again, this may not apply, but I think for other people, they just have a hard time letting people be in pain or um, anger or sadness. Um, and so I think it's really important that we understand like the other person is responsible for their reaction. And often if they do respond in pain and anger, um, then it's, it's likely something that they're actually needing to work on. And sometimes people need to feel that pain or that sadness or that anger to realize that they are not acting in alignment with their true healthy self. Because if they didn't, like they, people tend to not get like overly responsive when it's just a boundary that they don't feel, um, is like something that they really should work on or when they don't take it personally, or it's not about their ego, right? Like it's like, if someone's at the boundary of like, you know, um, don't, don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good example of like a boundary that would be just like really silly, but also respectful. Um, oh, so for instance, I like, I really hate seeing people, um, people's chewed up gum. And so I've had to set the boundary with people like, Hey, do you mind putting your gum in the trash? Or like, could you just like, or I will like literally leave and go eat my food somewhere else. Because if I see somebody's chewed up gum, it makes me sick to my stomach and then I can't really eat and feel good about that. And I will say when I set that boundary with people, it is super rare that anyone takes that personally or gets upset about it because they realize like that's not about them. It's not about them not being in alignment with themselves. Um, but with the other stuff, sometimes people really do need to feel upset and understanding like if it upsets them, that is their problem. Right, because if we are communicating in a respectful manner, you know, that is the only thing that we're responsible for. We are not responsible for how that person reacts. Some people, especially if they are accustomed to controlling, abusing, or manipulating you or other people, might test you. And I would I would honestly plan on it with that person. I would expect it, but remain firm. Remember that your behavior must match the boundaries that you're setting. And you cannot successfully establish a clear boundary if you're sending mixed messages by apologizing or explaining or just kind of being wishy-washy with them. The other thing to remember, and I know this is definitely the case for me, at first you might actually feel kind of selfish setting boundaries. You might feel guilty or embarrassed or just feel uncomfortable with it. And I really want to encourage you to do it anyway. Do it anyway and remind yourself that you have the right to self-care. You have the right to protect yourself. You deserve to set healthy boundaries. Um, and setting boundaries, it does take practice and determination. And sometimes even when we're engaging in healthy behaviors, because they're foreign, they can still feel very uncomfortable. So the fact that it feels uncomfortable doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad or wrong for us, but it's just the process of getting used to standing up for ourselves, and doing self-care. Don't let your anxiety, fear, or guilt be the thing that leads your actions or prevents you from taking care of you. Um, I really want to encourage you with that because I know for me, I definitely did struggle with feeling selfish at first. If you feel yourself feeling anger or resentment or find yourself whining or complaining about something, you probably need to set a boundary. <laughs> So listen to that. I know I talked a little bit about this yesterday. 
listen to that, determine what you need to do or say, and then communicate that assertively with the person. So this is more of just like a self-check-in. Like if you're whining, complaining, feeling anger, resentment, that's likely an area you might need to set a boundary. And just be patient with yourself because learning to do this is going to take time. Learning what bothers you or getting to know yourself better to create those healthy boundaries takes time because you have to practice listening to yourself. And there will be situations that happen in life that like, you know, maybe you didn't know something bothered you before, but then you're in a different kind of situation and it does bother you in that situation. So again, just being patient with yourself and knowing that boundaries will unfold over time. And then the last thing that's really important is that you develop a supportive system of people who respect your right to set boundaries. If you have people in your life that consistently will not let you set boundaries or don't respect your boundaries, those are not good people for you to hold close to you and maintain with you throughout your life because that is those are going to be toxic relationships. And so sometimes going on this journey can be really painful because it may mean eliminating those toxic relationships. But I really want to encourage you that it is so worth it and your your state of mind your peace and your relationship with that of those other people will be so much better if you keep and maintain closeness with people who respect your right to set boundaries all right y'all uh i don't know if you have any other questions about like the general parts of boundaries but i think this week we delved into a lot of that we delved into when to know that you need to set a boundary We talked about the barriers to boundary setting. I gave you like a general overview of tips to setting boundaries, what they are, the different areas that we typically will set boundaries. And next week, we will delve into the nitty gritty of specific examples with different um, people in our lives and different situations in our lives. And I'm really excited to delve into that and give you guys concrete examples and language for setting boundaries. Let me know if there's a specific like person or event or situation you'd like to for me to cover as far as those specific boundary examples and those examples of consequences. Um, and I'd be excited to create something for you. So please let me know. And I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. I will talk with you all later.